Hello, my name is Ari. And my name is Dante. And this and this is Pen Pop. Pen Pop. Do it again. One, two, three. And, and this, this is Pen Pen Pop. Oh uh, hell. <laughs> Guys, what happened? This, this is our first time. Anyways, this is Pen Pop. One, two, How are you today? <laughs> I'm good. I'm I'm excited to <laughs> move on. I'm excited yep. to finally start this podcast. If you're mm-hmm. hearing this episode, that means one of our creative projects actually actually come to light the light of day how are you i feel great also by the way it's snowing outside so it's setting the perfect mud mud mood for us here today perfect day for a podcast exactly it's like cozy it's warm i'm really hot though because i'm inside and i put the heater at 75 exactly cozy as you all know pen pop explores two music kind of oh i did i skip something yeah you skipped several lines what's no i didn't so Ari, what are we going to talk about oh. on our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, Pen Pop is explores two music connoisseurs with a love for pop culture, and we're ready to dissect and analyze classic pop songs. So, in our own improper interpretation, with no okay. English degree, but a whole lot of outrageous hot takes. We've always been a fan of Pemp. Of, uh, <laughs> All that went through my mind is we I know your time is golden. I know your time is in figure and golden. That's all that's going through my mind. But a long time ago, when we already first started becoming friends, <laughs> we we were listening to the song Five in the Morning by Charlie XCX. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to memorize the lyrics and the first couple lines, Ari was really struggling with them. <laughs> hey, it's not just that song, it's every sentence I speak, <laughs> everything. So if you love someone who stutters but not because i like i have a stuttering problem it's because i have an english second language and i just I speak too fast but anyways hey. let's get on with this hey I'd, I'd rather mess up and be bilingual than speak one language True. anyways so we've always been fans of pop culture and pop music right. in general that's all we talk about listen <laughs> if you know this friendship right here has been rooted in arts legends Legends only. We're not gonna talk about her. Theory oh. prediction. <laughs> That's an inside joke. Yeah. Um, talk about sharks prediction. Who's gonna go number one? Mariah, Beyonce, mm-hmm. all the classic <gasps> legends. Guys, Mariah's number one right now. Check out my Christmas tree in the back. And like so, everyone in their mama lately, we thought mm-hmm. we should make a podcast about this. You know, it's not gonna be like one of those awful podcasts that go viral on Twitter or TikTok. We are tired of the social discourse on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Can you please leave that in 2022? This is a safe space for pop music fans. And we're starting off this episode with how we came up with the concept of pen pop. It all started when I went for a walk. Well, we both went on a walk, but I started it. So he followed and we called each other. <clears throat> and this is in <laughs> August in 2022, which is this year. Well, last year. Who knows when it's going to come out? Who it might knows? be 2024. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know what? Let's say August it was 2022. This decade. Exactly. I was walking Bandit, which is my dog, in the neighborhood, and I think you were walking around in your neighborhood as well. Yes, I was. Then the top topic was songwriting. Came up with the usual um, banter about pop culture and about pop music, and you know we really wanted to. Oh, sorry, I was a little bit far from the mic, and we were going to talk about the one and only Lady Gaga. We started talking about double entendres and controversy yep. music, and we started talking about Judas. And I don't remember how it came up, but it did. Then we broke down the lyrics, I think, and what the meaning was behind it. Because let's be honest, we needed that commentary on each lyric. And we were giving commentary. We were laughing. Yeah. and Trying to find the meaning behind what Gaga was trying to say. And when we were done, you said, like, as a joke, like, this should be a podcast. And now we're here five months later. (laughs) Yes, we are. We had school. We have to give them a reason why we didn't do it earlier. We had school. Um, we are Universal University student. I was going to say Universal <laughs> Universal Studios. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, we're both students. But anyway, we're creators, and except we don't actually we don't we don't get our creative projects out. So no, I think I think that's just the struggle of a creative. So yeah. we're finally getting it out. Hopefully. So today we are going to start with a song that really put us into this trajectory into yes. the thing called pen pop, which is to this show right here. Without further ado, we're going to dive into Judas by Lady Gaga. 
So let's go. Before we get into the lyrics, we have to get into the history behind Judas. It's controversy, the music video. I mean, <laughs> our personal anecdotes, mm-hmm. of course, because I have to give my insights. What That's do you right. remember about Judas, Dante? And we don't care whether you don't want to hear or not. We're going to tell it to you because... Hopefully you're listening this far. I don't remember. I don't remember the rollout specifically, but I remember being obsessed with the early 2010s pop stars. And obviously Gaga was a big part of that era. Mm. I went to a Catholic elementary school. So I Ari, but he came a little bit later. Yeah. And it was right beside a church. And mm-hmm. me and my friends, we used to sing the lyrics at the top of our lungs. Such a great song to sing at the top of our lungs in the schoolyard. Absolutely. I don't think we knew the whole meaning behind it. And also, let's, let's, let's yeah. give it a little bit of context. We are right behind the church. Like, literally by, right beside, beside the church. And we were singing it. Well, y'all were singing it at the, like, the, like, the playground like, that is like literally a, next a, to the a church. A meter away. Like, a meter like, away. Yeah. Like, when there was a mask, we would hold hands and walk over. And it was like a two, <laughs> yeah. a one-minute walk. Not even. So not, not like, even. again, we didn't really know. I didn't think we, I knew the whole meaning of lyrics, but I was aware of the dynamic between Judas and Jesus. Mm-hmm. And the priest used to come smoking a cigarette outside actually, and kind of dirt, gave us like a dirty look. And I just yep. thought, what a time to be alive. So what about you, Ari? What do you remember from the song? <laughs> For me, it was a little bit different. As I was saying, I just arrived from Cuba and it was just 2013, correct? I didn't know English, nor did I know what the hell Lady Gaga was singing about, but I knew it was a bop. I knew I was dancing to it. I knew I just one day was on YouTube. I found her video and I just see her moving this like, you know, that little dance and it got me and it got my attention. So I had to just follow her. And as y'all know, this, this is my buildup. So first I discovered JLo. We're not going to talk about her. Then I discovered Lady Gaga because, you know, Latino, I came from, (laughs) from mother of JLo. Then I discovered Lady Gaga, which I really became obsessed and I knew every the songs. And then, that led me to Bianca, which is Beyonce, by the way. Yes, I do abbreviate the people. We, we have a lot of nicknames as well. Yeah. So you will, it would be fun for you to figure it out. So Bianca. <laughs> Got to decode everything. Beyonce. Yeah. I fell in love with her after that. So exactly. that's what I remember. Exactly. Yeah. So let's get into the history. So Judas mm-hmm. was the second single of her second studio album, Born This Way, in 2011. It was rushed released after leaking on April 15, 2011. And the music video premiered on E! News on May 5th, 2011, which at the time was around Easter. How fitting. I mean, I think if, <laughs> if, if I had to tell somebody... If I had to explain to a kid what Easter means, I think it's the perfect music video, to be honest. like I'm, I mean, you, I mean, you said it. Maybe it's not historically accurate, but I think it gives a good summary. I showed it to my very religious cousin. I mean, I think so too. He was speechless. I was not religious. Yeah, I was not religious at all. But after that, I was like, okay, so he got betrayed. Period. Yeah. That's literally, like, I got it. Like, I understood the meaning behind it. I never read the Bible, but I read, I've seen Lady Gaga, Judah. So I think I've contributed to about 50% of the Bible. Reading okay. the 50% of the Bible. <laughs> I think we need to fact check that. But I no, believe it. Not, it. I don't know. Anyways, it was written and produced by Gaga and what's his name? Nader Kai. Kai I can't say his last name. Red one. Red one. You know, it is an electro house song about a woman in love with Judas, or so we think. We'll get into that. We'll later. get into it. The artwork for the single was designed by Gaga and Microsoft Word and featured a black background with the word Judas written in red capital letters in impact font. Below, it was a red Christian cross with a heart in the middle. There was also mm-hmm. a reflection of her face, which I didn't even know until I was researching this. There was a reflection of her face in it and her hand, and her holding her phone to appear on the cover because she took a picture of the cover art on the computer screen. And then she took that picture, like they took the picture of her taking the picture if that makes oh. sense, if everyone's following. And they cropped that, and that was the cover art. So you can see her reflection. It's very faint mm-hmm. in the cover art. Okay, I need to look into that. The song was well-received by critics, but controversy from the Catholic leagues, you know, condemning <laughs> mm-hmm. Gaga for the religious blasphemy in the, in the video. Major, like, a prayer vibe. You know what I mean? Like, like mm-hmm. that kind of... Yeah, there was t- yeah. definitely comparisons. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they had a whole few, you know, it, it's reductive, whatever. And that's so when Gaga, I really like yeah understood where madonna and gaga were so like compared all the time i'm like they mm-hmm, didn't mm-hmm. do the same song but it makes sense when i was a kid i thought just dance was by madonna and my mom was like no it's by lady gaga. i'm like what are you talking about huh? <laughs> but looking back i'm like they're completely different in tone and yeah, gen- everything 
I don't know where I got that from, but I was younger. Anyways, so she noted yes. in the interview with E that the video was not meant to cause controversy in any way, jokingly adding that the only controversial thing about this video is that I'm wearing Christian LaCroix and Chanel in the same frame. The music video was co-directed by Lady Gaga and Lorianne Gibson and co-starring Norman Reedus. It played the biblical storyline of the Last Supper, Judas betraying Jesus, and Gaga, Mary Magdalene, getting stoned to death. Yeah, I don't remember that part either. But then I we went to go rewatch everything else. And yeah. we came back. And so the single was promoted on the Graham Norton show, Saturday Night Live, Ellen, Good Morning America, and the 2011 Born This Way Ball Tour. Like, this was a time where you couldn't just, like, mm-hmm. tweet it. Like, you had to go on morning TV. Like, if you've ever seen what that video... hours? Of, if you've ever seen that video of Beyonce in 2011 for Good Morning America Summer Concert, she was up at 11 a.m. with... Pregnant with Blue Ivy, and she was bouncing around doing the single latest choreograph choreography. Choreography. <laughs> wow, I'm. I think I'm struggling today too. That's and okay. You, to, you, you, you had to wake up and go on on the morning shows and on the morning radios. You had to put this hours. I'm telling you, no one did it like they the girls. It seems like nobody wants to work these Somebody days. Nobody want to work these days. Clearly, some people want to work in the back. <laughs> Anyways, commercially, the song charted in the top 10 of many countries, including number one in South Korea. Judas debuted at number four on the Hot Digital Songs chart with over 162,000 copies sold and picked at number 10 in the U.S. Billboard 100. Deserve number one, in I my mean, opinion. <laughs> number one, number zero. In Canada, Judas peaks at number eight on the Canadian Hot 100. In the U.K., it peaks at number Ooh, nine. Bitch. Hey, we got bigger than the U. We got better than the U.S. We have better True. taste. Number nine on the U.K. singles chart. Number seven on the French singles chart. Number thirteen mm-hmm. on the New Zealand chart. Number six mm-hmm. on the Aria. That's Australia and the top ten: Ireland, Finland, oh, Belgium, okay. Norway, Japan, Germany, and Spain. In August four, two thousand eleven, Rebecca Franceschetti, a Chicago-based songwriter, filed a lawsuit against Gaga and Interscope for allegedly ripping off the song "Judah" from the, her album "It's All About You." Girl, go home. It's Anybody- definitely not. It's not all for you, that's for sure. Judas has sold, over, sold 1 million copies digital downloads in the U.S. in February 2019. It was it won the Best International Video Award of the 2011 Much Music Video Award. The MMVAs. <laughs> yes, MMVAs. Canada loves mm, some Stephanie, don't they? We, we really do. We really do. So, like, yeah. Much Music, that was, like, our bootleg version of MTV. And we used to have our own show. And obviously now war shows are dead. And so, like, they still mm-hmm. do the VMAs, but they stopped doing the Much Music Awards. I don't even know when. But anyways, we'll be back after this short message. Hey, guys. We're stopping our own very podcast for our own fake ad until we get our own sponsors. Okay? We love manifesting. Make sure to follow us on whatever social media you're on at Pen Pop Podcast to get notified for new episodes because why would you miss them? You can also message us your thoughts for future episodes or just talk to us about pop music in general or our own personal accounts at Dante Exito and at Ari Dominguez Official. And if you like what you're hearing so far, I hope you do. <laughs> what the fuck you do? Because it's really Don't bad. Don't forget to leave us a rating or review us where, from wherever you're listening to this podcast. And now back to Pen Pop. I'm in my pen, 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 pen. Okay, now we can all finally let our hair down. Actually, we can all finally get our syllables together. Mm-hmm. Grab some holy water to sip on. And get down to business on the lyrics. <gasps> wait, 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 Because I do oh, have, yes. I do have holy water. Let's sensify it. Let's sensify this, this little bit. Let's, let's Listen. um, whatchamacallit? Cleanse the space. Exactly. Oh, Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us in the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those most needed thy mercy. No me padre, de fear the Spirit Santo. Okay. Amen. We have not. Listen, we got practice because we went to a Catholic school and we had to do this every day. Mm-hmm. Morning, afternoon, and during mass. And Rosary Anyways. Club, if you wanted the ice cream sandwich at the end of the year. And you Confirmation. know I was there. <laughs> you were the, <laughs> we were the first in line. <laughs> we have not okay. revisited this these song lyrics since our first conversation, probably, in August. All right. It's time to get your pens out. And let's start with our first thoughts and what God, God said. said. Okay, let's start. Oh, I'm in love with Judas. Okay, what did you, what, you know what? What did you think she meant with it? Oh, <laughs> so I'm actually excited that we didn't start this till je- d- January, December, because I t- I just took a women in pop music class, and now I'm like a little mm-hmm. bit more educated on my musical terms. I'm not. I, I can see the creative direction, the marketing, but I, I'm I'm not very much into the 
I took piano lessons, but I don't read music. I don't do that. Yeah. I, but when I know, I know a good song when I hear one. Let's put it that way. <laughs> so when she when she says whoa oh oh oh, and even the Judah Judah ah uh, ah, uh, those are called what we call vocables, and mm-hmm. so those are like syllables that they're singing, and so like obviously, by doing that, like it's what makes the song catchy because even if you don't know any of the lyrics, at least you will get down that part. You can instantly exactly. learn that. And it's like an earworm. It gets stuck in your head. It's melodic. It's catchy. It encourages everybody to sing along about blasphemy. <laughs> hey, by the way, that's the topic of this season. Yes. Oh, wait, we, we forgot to mention that <laughs> this season, we, if we get yeah, through we'll it, to, uh, yeah, uh, we're going to be okay. doing, all controversial songs. So yeah, I'm in so love with Judas. I'm in love with Judas. Judas. Okay, already she she said what she needed to say. I'm in love with Judas. But we she have a theory it. that this mm-hmm. is not what she means. But we'll, we'll keep going to the lyrics. We'll keep going. The problem is, I think there's so much controversy because a lot of people who are ready, a lot of people who are ready to pin Gaga's next Madonna as the next blasphemous person. This is also yeah. the era where everybody's talking about, oh, they're in the Illuminati. Like the problem is that these people take things so literally that because it fits their narrative and they're ready to run with it. So when Beyonce does this or Gaga says, I'm in love with Judas, they just run with it without even yeah. thinking, doing the research. You know, Google is free these days, but I guess back then we had Yahoo and Bing. So we'll let it slide. Hey, it was still free. It's true. Anyway, like you said, I think she was trying to catch us the momentum, get mm-hmm. something, you know, to get us to sing Judah, 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 Judah. Yeah. Which I let's be honest, when I was singing it, I like I said, I had no idea what they're saying. So But it was catchy. I, but it was catchy. I was singing it. Like you said, I she got my attention. Anyways, the when verse. he calls to me, I am ready. What she thinks she's saying there. Again, I think it's like it's it's layered. It's, it, there's multiple mm-hmm. layers mm-hmm. to it. So I think it's like when he calls to me, I am ready. So it's like when he calls me, I come because back then, literally like, and figuratively. Well, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, when he like she is ready for multiple things. I mean, back then you don't know what they were gonna do. Okay, so it's exactly. either gonna have children, um, or- wash his feet. You know, very subservient, like patriarchal, bad stuff. But like, basically, do you think men owned women and children? Yeah, and then as you were also saying, like, when he calls me, I am ready to sleep with him, to love him, to yeah, like be there. Her dedication to him, Mm -hmm. like you said, can be multiple layers of interpretation. This is just what we think. Anyways, yeah, I'll wash his feet with my hair if he need needs. Again, washing the feet was a very traditional what thing. Yeah, I don't know what before, it means. Before dinner, look at me pulling out my Catholic school knowledge. It's probably going to be all inaccurate. <laughs> Get a Bible. It's um, like, I'm pretty sure like every time in Jeru- Jerusalem, um, Girl, in the not- Middle East, I don't know, in the old times, let's just say that. In the old times. You know, everybody walks around with the sandals and you know they were not supportive. They were not Skechers quality. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There was no inner lining. No, it was serious. There was dust everywhere. There was, there was no. Oh, I see where you're going with this. So they're like, everyone was traveling from Egypt to wherever else. Um, After, after Mm -hmm. Moses in the Old Testament. Is Egypt connected to? The people were free. Don't they have to like cross the, anyways. So basically, that's where you're going. So you, they so like, wanted to wash their feet. When you when you enter the tent or wherever you're living or whatever, like, or you have company over, like it's tr- it was traditional for mm-hmm. the women or the man, depending on who's hosting or who's doing what. Like even sometimes yeah. the men the men would do it because the women would be cooking or whatever to wash mm-hmm. the person's feet, and you we wouldn't just wash it with water; we would wash it with like rose water, and you know, like it's, it was a very botanical moment. You know, like like in the nail salon mm-hmm. when you soak your feet, it was a foot soak moment mm, so basically saying so your feet are clean me, i'm ready i'm ready to do whatever he needs me to i'll wash if he, my hair if he needs so was it like a usual to do with her hair well, it's not it wasn't usually with her hair, I, was, right? I mean as far as i know nobody's using the hair so what do we think that means so what is the yeah my the hair I, the hair what does the hair mean i don't know maybe it's usually because... the hair means like something significant right like it's like kind of just losing the dignity we need a historic up uh, historian up in here um we need, uh, we need research um but i was gonna say hair i mean that could also be interpreted as a certain position where the feet are close to the hair you know what i mean 
Oh. Okay. We're not let's let's move on. Forgive him when his tongue lies through his brain. His tongue. Okay. I mean right away you know where I went. I went dirty with it. Oh. And then and 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 you said well because you pointed out the hair, so now I'm like, oh hair. It's not a classy party today, is it? It's it's, (laughs) you know what? Where's my wine, people? My, my first thought went to forget, um, like, we should forgive Judas, or Jesus forgave Judas, even though he betrayed him, because, even though he's, he lied about but not the betraying la- Jesus, but he did. Long through his brain. That's the part, I don't know, the tongue through the brain. Like, very back of the throat? I really don't know. The tongue through the brain. I mean, because oh. maybe the, because the brain tells, basically controls our thoughts and we speak yeah. through our tongue. Maybe the tongue, it's like a metaphor for the nerves up here. If that makes sense. Because the nervous yeah. system, right? Like our, where our like That makes sense. The mouth is just like you know, not an organ, but it's, it's a, it a tool that we use to speak. Yeah. And, but it's our, our emotions and our thoughts are up here. So... Yeah. It's a metaphor. She's saying the tongue lies in our brain. Through his so brain. So we should forgive him for his thoughts and his what he says. Even because he's lying to Jesus that he didn't betray him. Mm, gotcha. Well, I don't know if we mentioned this, but like basically the whole story is that this is around in the Bible, in the New Testament, when just before, the, before Jesus is put on the cross to be crucified. Like this is when uh, they're having the Last Supper. And basically Jesus says, I know one of you betrayed me. And they're like, who is it, Jesus? And Judas, mm-hmm. and he, before they eat, everybody kisses him on the cheeks. And he basically tells Judas, I know you betrayed me. He's like, absolutely not. I didn't, but he did. Because he oh. made a deal with the Romans, I want to say, to basically tell them what he's doing and where he is, expose him. And then eventually he felt bad. And um, I don't know which one, I, one of them committed suicide because they felt bad about something. And then the other one got there. I think Simon got the ear cut off. Again, pull up the Bible, please. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> She's here. I know, but by the time you find the maybe I didn't verse... maybe I didn't read this at all. <laughs> I, maybe I just like gossip with someone or something because I didn't know somebody got suicide. Moving on, forgive him when Simon even, even after three times he betrays me. After three I think, times, okay. I think, that, I think so. When we were talking in August, I remember I said. I think that was an allusion to Jesus falling down when he was carrying the cross. He fell three times. And no, so but didn't saying, he betray? Didn't he betray Jesus three times? No, no that was Peter. He said he lied about him three times. Was it John? No, is is Judas the only one that betrayed him? No, but, but there's another I think one that she's like, just saying like three times, which is go further alludes to the crucifixion moment because Jesus fell three times at the cross. But didn't somebody lie three times or say like you don't? Know, I don't know him. I think it was Peter. Anyways, you know what? Miss Kadu would be really disappointed. Uh 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 uh. More vocables. I'll bring exactly. him down. Bring him down. Bring him, down. You're right. Bring him down with the cross. Bring him like down, down. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, that too. Hey. Like I said, it's a, it's a double entendre song. Absolutely. Okay. A king with no crown. A king with no. This is the part that always gets me. I don't understand. A king with no crown. A king with no crown. What king, babes? I mean, I get it. Jesus. I think because he wanted really... power. Because, I don't know, king he put Jesus no in a place crown. of danger. Maybe Judas was a person who held the power. But even though he never was seen as a king, Judas, Jesus was seen as, the, seen as the king. So he was a king with no crown because he held the power. Right. So Judas, so Judas wants to conquer that power by saying, "I'm I'm relating it back to her." So right. she was saying, "Him, the guy, Judas." I think the whole thing here is that I think she's in love with a guy, mm-hmm. which is Judas. And even though he's a king with no crown, a king with no crown, she, he thinks she is like someone good. So to like a, to control her, mm-hmm. he's like trying to what you said get her power yeah but we also have let you do that yeah we also have this theory that like basically since she's mary magdalene she basically it's like a love triangle between jesus her and judas and basically she's choosing between jesus and judas but she chose judas she made her choice and now she sees that she made the wrong choice 
And that's when she because, said, I'm just a holy fool. Oh, baby. Yep. It's so now cool. Now we're going to the chorus. I'm yes. just a holy fool. We're holy because we got to stick with the theme of religion. Right. And she's a fool because she's like, I chose. Well, choose I made a choose. mistake. Yeah. And I rather. It's cruel. Yeah. Because she's got to see Jesus die, her other lover. Mm-hmm. Or we were saying in it, it, it's a love triangle in a biblical sense because she maybe if, she's physically infatuated with Judas. But on a spiritual level, you have a love for God. You have a love for Jesus. So. Which is that yes. distinction between being in love with a good guy versus the bad guy. And it's like, yeah. who do you choose? It's two okay. polar okay. opposites. Okay. okay. We're getting somewhere. Let me step into my scholar era. But I'm still in love with Judah's baby. So you see, you're right. I'm just she's, a holy fool. So basically she's hoping. She's swept up in the lust of it all. Mm-hmm. And hoping for it like, to be okay, but it's really not. I can change like, him. Judas, look at me. This isn't you. You know? <laughs> I can change yeah. him. That's what everybody says, but you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. I'm just a holy fool. Through colors, and it just repeats again. I'm just a holy yeah. fool. Oh, baby, it's a cruel, but I'm still in love with Judas, baby. <sighs> More vocables. Yeah. Vocables, vocables, vocables. And we go into the second verse. Which one is? I couldn't love a man oh. so purely. That's uh, Maybe that's she's looking for a bad guy. She's looking for a good time, you know? I couldn't love a man so purely. Even prophets forgave him, gave his goofy ways. So basically saying, me. yeah, maybe Jesus and other disciples, they, they, they're like, he's kind of weird. He's an outsider, but we'll bring him along. He's not a threat, yeah. but then he reject, he ends up, um, what's the word? Betraying them all. Everybody underestimated him because nobody saw that coming. Hmm. And, but Jesus knew because he, and also the people, the people around him forgave him. Right. I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, type of I don't remember what happened after. But I, I'm thinking, I don't recall. I'm thinking of her. She's saying, even prophets forgave his goofy ways. The so people that are supposed to be good and loving, or people that are seen good in the world, forgave him for being such a bad guy, for being a bad guy. Like his parents or like his friends. Maybe yeah. They think him as a as a person who's like he's okay, even though he's mm-hmm. a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Ooh. um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I've learned love is a brick. You can build a house or sink a dead body. Um, Come on, metaphors. Fucking in her pen. In her pen pop. Because I don't remember singing this. I just remember singing, like, basically, yeah. That's why I got to read the lyrics. You can build a house or sink a dead body. Basically saying, I can either make a relationship. Yeah. I can either make myself an amazing future with this guy. Oh, I'm literally going to die. Making my life worse. Isolating yeah. me. Because you think about sinking a dead body. When you're sinking in the water, you're falling from the surface. You're falling from society. It's like you become those people that get into a relationship that end up isolating themselves from all their friends. And they put so much time and investment into that person. And then when they realize that person's an awful person, they break up and they realize, I got no one left. Because I betrayed everybody. Yeah. Or, or you work together to build a house, to build a home, to build a family. To the house is a metaphor for the life, I guess. But and it's like a brick because some people are against it, and so they're like throwing bricks at you, Taylor Swift. Maybe I could build a castle out of all the bricks that they threw at me. You know. Mm-hmm. But also, it's her realization that yes, I'm a fucking holy fool because I'm thinking this could work, but it really won't work. Yeah, I'm gonna try to build a house, but we're gonna be sinking dead bodies because and maybe, he's maybe a bad we're at guy. the point where it's like past the relationship. She's mm-hmm. like, I, I've now learned from this that love is like a brick. Uh, 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 I'm trying to what's more vocables. Vocables. I'll, I'll bring him bring down. Him down, down. I'll King with no crown. Down. King with no. So we go into the, the course again. Get it. Course again. No because. I think he wanted to be king. He thought he had the power. He thought he had no... When you're a leader, you can't have emotions. Look at Queen Elizabeth. She became queen at 25. And the pro- I think, I believe, after he betrayed Jesus and he everybody found out, he died. He was very miserable because mm. he got money I mean, from it. rightfully I so. But he was miserable. He's like, I made a big mistake. But Jesus was like, it's fine. This was meant to happen anyways. It, this was all a prophecy. In the most biblical sense, I am beyond repentance. Her right. saying, admitting, I am basically gone. I am this whole, I don't even recognize myself. I repent I, this. I repent like you repent this. the devil. She's beyond it. She doesn't even think she's worth that. 
So she's like, she has become this version of herself that she doesn't even recognize. I don't, I don't see myself in the mirror. Yeah. Fame hooker, prostitute, wench, vomits her mind. Okay. That's this a lot one, to process. Okay. Let's fame break it hooker. down. Okay. Let's start there. Fame hooker. She, I mean, she definitely slipped in fame because we're alluding back to the fame monster, the fame. Yes. That was all about how fame is a dark thing, but we all crave it. Mm-hmm. It's ugly. It's messy. It does awful things to people. And yet everybody wants it. Exactly. And so hooker, we know it's a prostitute. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's like paying. So she's saying paying for fame or your or attention, she, an attention whore. You want fame. But going back You'll to do anything in, in between the state where she's between being a good person, but also loving the fame. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to love it, but I can't, I have to love it because otherwise I can't get through this life like this. Yeah. So it's that, that got back and forth between everything and every thought mm-hmm. and like, what do I do? What, what is the next move? And going and back that, to the overall theme, that's mm-hmm. when like people take it so literally that she's saying, I love Judas. She's not saying Judas. Judas is the vessel. Judas is yeah. a symbol of fame, of a bad relationship, of lust of whatever it can be interpreted in many ways but judas the person is the character is just a vessel but also it it betrays every like relationship if that makes sense like the 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 nature of relationships and fame does that it breaks the fabric of reality so she's saying like i love judas but damn at what cost you know yeah okay next Wench, wench vomits, vomits her, mind. her mind. Wench is like a old term. Oh, like a young woman. Yeah. A girl or a young woman. A prostitute, basically. Yeah. It's like, so it's like an insult to be called a wench. Prostitute. Like, you wench stole my man. <laughs> Damn. A wench vomits her mind. I just have to say, let's take a little side note here. Okay. The way she was in her pen here, because to write this lyrics that years later, we still don't understand. <laughs> we still don't know. We still don't know what she's saying. And that's what good art is. Everybody interprets it differently. It's that's what I'm saying. Can the people now relate? No. Um, but vomits her mind. I think that goes back to uh, the tongue and the brain. Yeah. Maybe she's sick of being in her thoughts. She's sick of vomits everything, and she just wants to purge everything. She wants to like she wants to curse everybody. Her out. beliefs. Her everything. Just yeah, she wants when you to hold be, it all in. It just comes out like a waterfall, and it's just vomiting. But in the cultural sense, I just begin future tense. Okay, so in the cultural sense, I see just this part future sense. is where I feel like she's speaking to the listener. She's saying, in the mm-hmm. cultural sense, I'm not talking about the Bible. I'm talking about mm-hmm. the future. Oh, what? And I think a lot of people missed that. Yeah. A lot of people missed that. Wow. Because she's literally telling us, like, this is not meant to be taken literally. I'm speaking in the future tense. I never thought about it that way. Like, yes, she was even aware of that. She's like, I know you're going to think that this is, like, I'm appropriating the culture. No, I'm just speaking metaphorically. metaphorically. Anyways, Mm -hmm. Judas, kiss me if offensed or wear ear condoms next time. Condom next time. Kiss me if offensed. (sighs) Judas kiss because again, so basically they kiss Jesus at the last supper. Yes, if offense. So basically saying, if I've done something wrong, let me know now. Oh, I I think I remember another Bible anecdote. I think mm-hmm. the kissing thing was a test or something. He's like, one of you will bet- will betray me, and I think they were all arguing, and then I think Jesus was like, settle down, people. <gasps> no, just kiss me, kiss. and we'll see who it is. No, the kiss was. The Romans told Judas, kiss him so that we know who it is. You're right. You are right. You are right. You are right. You're right. I didn't remember that. <laughs> yes. They, they tell him, you kiss right. him and they will know who it is. So basically, yeah. Judas I think they, like, they caught friends. him. They came down from supper, whatever. In it, my mind, it's like no. a two-story condo. Wait, 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 wait. The Romans were condo. there. Condo. Oh, <laughs> my God. Story. They come from dinner. They come downstairs in the patio. They're in no, the no, patio. no, 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 no. He and came they're from saying the garden. goodbye. No, he oh, had just right. come from the garden. Right. The garden he transfigured. He transfigured with someone, someone. Yeah. They came oh, down think, and then I they were I think he like, was speaking to Judas or Peter or Simon, one of those three, in the garden. And that's when the Romans came and they're like, caught you. Yeah. We got you on camera. But the whole thing is like, 
so she here she's saying Judas give me if, kiss me if offense so basically let let them know if I'm bad like let them know so they can take me or they can like yeah like he no I think Judas said like I'll let you know which one it is I'll kiss them yeah yeah so and he, then that's when she, and that's when Jesus was like you're gonna betray me and he's like no 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 Jesus what are you talking about he's like I know we see each other you know gotcha. Well, Anyways, or wear ear condom the, next time. Next time, I think that's I don't know what that another is. two things because one of them got their ear cut off. I think it was Simon. He got his ear cut off for some reason. I don't remember why. Judas <laughs> ended up hanging in a tree, I believe. Somebody he hung himself or something. And this what? Is, this is supposed to be a book for children. Anyways, um, I'm looking up what is ear condoms. No, I I think I don't think that exists. I think it's just a metaphor for like so she doesn't yeah, like she doesn't want to hear from him anymore. Uh, well, maybe I thought it was a thing. I don't know because it, it's it's, just it's don't blocking listen. it's yeah, blocking like, his listen. words like noise canceling headphones. I'm surprised there this wasn't is... a beat sponsorship in this video because oh, where she had it in poker face. So I'm just I'm still trying to figure out like, but in the culture sense, I just speak in future tense. Judas kissed me if offense or wear a condom next time. So basically it's to us saying, but in the culture sense, I'm not picking about this. I'm talking about mm -hmm. metaphorically in the future. Yeah. If offense, if I, if you think I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a bad person, tell me now or like kiss me now or tell me now so that I can don't just listen go, to it or just don't listen to my music at all. Which our haters didn't do. They're obsessed with her. Mm -mm. But also they wanted it. I think it's from the character perspective as well. Mary Magdalene, where she's saying, um, where she's where she's speaking from the past, but she sees for the future. So I think this was like before the Last Supper. She's like, but in the cultural sense, I'm speaking about the future, mm. and he's gonna kiss Jesus and betray him. I wanna love you, but something's pulling me away from you. Yeah, Jesus is my virtue, and Judas is the demon I cling to. Okay, one I line at a time. Yes, I wanna. Love I wanna you. love you. She wants to I love do. Judas, but she knows the consequences. No, I think she wants to love Jesus. Oh, maybe she's like, okay. I want to love you. I want to love you, Jesus. I really she's talking do. She's to both of them. She's like, I want to nope. love both of you. <laughs> but something is pulling <laughs> me away from away you, Jesus. From you. Yeah. Jesus is my virtue, saying, Jesus I know is what I, I should be, be doing. doing. Yeah. I need to be clear, girl. I need to I be know a, what's a right. moral. It's but, her, I did, I her, like, I did something bad moment. Why does it feel so good? Yeah. If I did something so bad. But Judas is the demon I cling to. She knows it's wrong, but it feels right. Exactly. It's like, I know, but I sh I love this guy or I love this person. I love this thing and I cannot get away from it. Going back to addiction. She that has too. an addiction to this guy. She is addicted to him because she, maybe he and can keep it like nobody else. Maybe he can, <laughs> maybe he can put it down. Was, was Judas he good in... No, he got bad, good bad, money. Bad, bad, bad. Exactly. That's what makes us good and bad. But what he said about fame. I, I want to be this person who addicted doesn't want to fame. Can you let me get a point across? Thank you. Get addicted to, addicted to the fame. Or like the person saying, I want to be this person who want to be humble. I don't want to break blasphemous topics. Mm -hmm. But I have to because otherwise this shit is not going to get done. People, we're not going to talk about sex. We're going to be repressed. And yes, Jesus, I love you. But I have to do it for the for the betterment of all society. And she did. Ooh. And that goes back to the Judas Vessel thing is that we all are raised, especially if you grow up Catholic, you're raised to follow Jesus. You're raised to be a good person. But often, everybody wants to go explore their own path. And they do bad things and they get involved with people and whatever. And sometimes yeah. they come back and sometimes they don't. And I was going to say another point. Now I forget it. It was good. I'm so sorry. But also it goes back into the Catholicism religion. You're taught to abstain from this. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. And you will pay for it. Exactly. She's saying, sure. I don't want to sin. My... Yeah. But I need to do what I got to do. <laughs> exactly. I need to clear out the plumbing. And then it goes into just a holy fool. Oh, baby, it's cruel. But I'm still in love with Judas, baby. Again, back, to that, the course, again. back to the chorus and saying that, yes, it's a holy fool. It's a stupid person to think this way. But this is what I do. I love my job. I love fame. I love whatever he does. And I'm not going to stop. 
And, and in the end, mm-hmm. as we see in the video, she gets stoned to death. So she exactly. realizes I messed up, but now I have to suffer the consequences. But yeah, go, 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 was go, go. It, was it a consequence? Because that time was messed up. It was patriarchal. If this yeah. happened now, we'd be like, live your best life, girl. Have your hot girl summer. <laughs> like nobody would care. No, no you, one would you messed shit. up. You acknowledge it, and that's okay. You don't need to deprive yeah. yourself. You wouldn't get stoned to death for being no. a love triangle or choosing between your faith. And but we can also say, like, if meant to happen, like you were saying, Jesus said to Judas, "It's okay. Don't worry about it." That's what is meant to happen. Mm-hmm. So if that's what it is, then she did what she had to do. And Absolutely. honestly, do we did Gaga get better from this? No, she got even stronger. Sorry, did she get? bad press for it no she got stronger she got better that's right what did she do after this the next single was edge of glory edge i mean do we need to speak anymore so i don't think judas is about them but i think judas is also about an, an ex the overall theme was a guy who she loved he was bad she wanted to be good society mm-hmm. wanted her to get with a good guy maybe the family was telling her gaga you can't go with him you gotta mm-hmm. go with this guy because he's or he's nicer we don't want you to be the pop star. We want you. She went to. She went to a, a, an art exactly. school. We want you to be that pianist, classy yeah, lady, yeah, the classy, classy party. Woman. And mm-hmm. she's like, "No, I want to wear a meat dress and talk about disco sticks and do my thing." Exactly. So she did what she had to. She said, "I'm going to take a swing here. I can be really good or I can be really bad." And in her case, it worked. That's right. And she, well, the video she got stoned, but yeah. Now we're going. We're going to talk about the video a little bit. Um, yeah. Just a little overview. So she's in a motor. So it starts with her in a motorcycle gang. She yeah. got a leather. I just love the creative direction behind this. Mm-hmm. It's leather jackets, and instead of a disciples, it's like a modern retelling of the Bible. It's they're a motorcycle gang, and on the back of each leather jacket is the name so, of the yeah. disciples. And she's riding on the back with like her piss yellow hair and jewels and purple. What do you call it? The veils way? of some sort, oh. and. Yeah, and oh, so we go through the music video. She's making eye contact with Judas before he mm-hmm. moves near. They arrive to like this place. Well, it says the Electric Chapel, which is like another name. I'm born this way. And Jesus is on the bike, and they're kind of insinuating this like forbidden affair happening. She's riding on the back of Jesus's bike. He wears a gold metal thorn crown. They arrive at a villa. People are dancing. People are dancing. She's doing the choreo. Mm-hmm. You know, we all know the choreo. Well, I just know this part. After that, we all, we all know. And, it. Uh, <laughs> That's all I know. But also I have to say this, the way she made that little stage, that little set work, it, it was stage presence presence. and we'll get to that in the live performances. Thank you. Um, So then she changes like this Elizabethan look. She's got orange hair, big poofy collar, like Shakespeare. And they're back in the bar and she's dancing in a black or dark blue leather bralette attire with a bandana on her head, kind of like telephone. And then, her and Jesus are walking. And I but love this part. Representing she, that like badass air, like a badass yeah. person that she wanted to be. And also I love Not, this part where she's dressed up like Mary with the blue mm-hmm. hooded outfit and the immaculate heart crest and a red bandana. But then it kind of like switches to a variation with like the fringe, kind of like telephone, where she has like the blue leather jacket with the tassels. And I just love how it's like showing the traditional and the modern version of Mother Mary, even though she's Mary Magdalene. I don't know yeah. how that makes sense. But anyways. <laughs> He's seen Jesus is seen blessing people. There's a gold spike ball and chain. People are fighting, but then they're like in this crowd and like Jesus and God are looking worried, almost like when Jesus arrived to Jerusalem. You know, like some people are here for, some people are not. Judas mm-hmm. is seen kind of like enjoying the violence, flirting with women. Gaga is trying to distract Jesus, kind of like not let them know this affair is happening. Then there's like this face off where Gaga's in a black velour outfit and a pop-up hat and a red cape and she's holding a gun against judas in front of jesus it's kind of like the when he's finding out of his betrayal and she looks like she doesn't want to shoot him but instead of shooting him with a bullet lipstick comes out of the gun and she puts it all over uh, judas's lips signifying the kiss between jesus and judas and gaga Mm -hmm. crying and then she's bathing their feet it kind of like goes silent you hear the rocks then she's on waves behind her more lacroix Cutting people, yelling, with Jesus trying to calm them down. Then finally, Judas kisses Jesus on both cheeks. Gaga is looking both of them like, shit, something's about to go down. She's looking disappointment. Mm-hmm. And also, G- Judas pours a beer can on Gaga's butt in the bath. It's a very crazy video. It's hard for me to explain this. Yeah. It's hard for me to articulate it. 
If you haven't watched it, you need to watch it. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's in the big, poofy, white, Cleopatra-like, black and white yep. hair. And then they stone her. And then it's a close-up of her shot crying as she le- lays dead on the floor as the screen fades to black. There's a lot going on. I mean, for me, it was the gun. You're, you're right. Like, the little representing the kiss. Is that, part, is that the part when she said, Jeez, and I claim to? Is that the part? I don't remember. I don't know. But it, and if it's not, I was thinking I like... Think, I think it's like the second chorus. Yeah. The lipstick part. I'm not sure. I haven't watched it in a long time. But what I'm thinking is, I want to kill this person in me. I want to, I want to done with that. But yeah. I can't. I can't. Like, I can't. I have the power to stop this. To stop it. Yeah. Which is that what we feel all the time. I can stop this. And it this also kind of looks can. like Jesus is pressuring her to kill him. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay, come on but now. I'm going to kill him through love. It's poetic. Yeah. It's she doesn't very actually much... kill him. She puts lips. Yeah. I Everything is I mean, so in- intersectional with her. Like I said, I didn't understand what she was saying, but I knew what she was saying. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, you know, like when, when you're so talented that we can talk about this for 54 minutes and we could definitely talk about it for two more hours. Oh my God. It's 52 minutes. Jesus Christ. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> let's, let's also touch on some of the live performances. I will, I will, I will be very quick on this. Please and let be me, concise. What, which one was your favorite? Basically, before we do an episode, we make like kind of a list of different interview performances. My favorite, I would say, is mm-hmm. the Ellen show. It was very simple. It was the same kind of blue outfit. The people in the audience were barely jumping. They had no idea what was going on. It was local suburban moms who were in shock. It was a moral panic when this came out. <laughs> and she played on live on morning television, was it? It was morning uh, TV. Well, Ellen's like three o'clock, but I think they meet up in the morning. Oh, well, like it's LA. So, yeah. Um, the breakdown it was giving me very much Britney Spears in the zone. And you can really see that here. And my other note said, mother, Mike was on. No, my favorite is the Sydney Monster Hall. That's my favorite. Yeah. From all of it. Like every single th- song. That's my favorite performance that she did. Mm-hmm. I think it's and- the, way she, the way she was dressed. The way she was dressed. So. Yeah. Alrighty. Okay, so now that you have heard our opinions and the context from the Gaga song, Judas, what are your final thoughts, Dante? Okay. Well, first of all, I still don't think people understand it was not about religion. It was a POV mm-hmm. of a toxic relationship told in a unique mm-hmm. way that mm-hmm. everyone could relate to because we all, well, not everybody, we can't say that. Everybody kind of has some sort of idea, whether it's through pop culture or how you were raised or even different religions, there are similar parallels. Everybody knows about Jesus and Judas. And I like how she said the parallel of Judas in an interview, I think, was an overarching destiny to where we are today. It's amazing how complex and multi-layered this song is, along with the visuals. We could talk about gender, we could talk about sexuality, we could talk about the fashion, we could talk about the creative direction. It's very Mm -hmm. intersectional, like I said before. She is pop culture itself, and I'm grateful that me and you got to grow up in this era where it was the last true stride of pop Mm -hmm. at its peak, music videos at its peak, performances at its peak, promotional cycles, when things had a proper rollout. This was the beginning of the downfall of pop because edm was happening you know how we all feel about 2013 it was the last year where everybody came together and yeah. everything was happening day after day so like you said yeah. yeah like i feel like it was the last moment where we all got to experience that real Pure pop mm-hmm. moment moment yeah and this was before you know she broke her hip this was before our pop it was just like she was <laughs> in her imperial phase yeah. She was happy, I think. I'm not a huge, huge fan. I don't know. A lot of fans were saying apparently after this song, because of the controversy, she lost a lot of radio play. For me, that's not the case. I always hear her on the radio. And I think she definitely alienated the public a bit. Because this definitely is destined for a moral panic. But in a good way. Like, it's just so iconic. No, no. It's- well, I think um, this song showed the craftsmanship of Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we ever doubt her pen... We Who never are you have. to ever question Lady Gaga's pen? Her ability to take a couple words and like scramble them together. I mean, not a couple words, deep words, because she took the words from the Bible and she said, I'm going to make it into something very much relevant, mm-hmm. something we all need to talk about. And like to get everybody suppressed. This, she said, I know I'm going to be controversial here, like blasphemous. Yeah. But I have to. 
it goes back That's to that right. Judas and Jesus. I have to do it because if I don't do it, who gonna do it? Anyways, and as someone who at time reads the Bible, not always. I don't think I've ever had. It's not to be taken from the its literal meaning, but rather it is our own experiences, you know, and yes. circumstances that really have to play into how we read it. Even the lyrics, like different walks of life, you're gonna read it different and interpret it a different way. If you're ever mm-hmm. a Christian person or well, Catholic, or whatever you are definitely going to take it very much offense to heart, but you have to read between the lines. It's not about that. It's about what is really being said. Gaga to me was someone who was not afraid to show the side of her. She was not afraid to go into um, this judicial, this um, Judas (laughs) demon way, Uh, you know, like demonic. That's the word. Demonic way. She was not afraid to do that. And because maybe in her way, you say she was Catholic, right? So, she was i'm an italian in christian girl she always says that in her exactly <laughs> so it, it was it was for her to it's all she knew maybe and that's how she would get the message more across she knew what she was doing and that's what she didn't care about the christian christian criticism mm-hmm. and if you know yourself it doesn't matter what other people have to say about you you follow your path and you don't care what people have to say which again is the meaning of judas you know he did his own destiny he created his own story and yeah. So we have to thank Mother here. One thing Absolutely. we have to do is thank her because if it wasn't for her, this podcast would not be alive. So we if pay you really our respects. Mm-hmm. We will have a little shrine next time for you here. Um <laughs> we, <laughs> we love her. So yeah, that's our little podcast for today. What a journey. Honestly, I have to say, for being the first one, it was really good. I had fun. I hope you guys I had, had so much fun. fun. Yes, we definitely did. And I hope you enjoy and come back because we're going to be doing this for as long as we can remember. And we have so many amazing songs lined up. I mean, if we have to, if we have to really think this song is about, well, this thing is about pen pop. Honestly, this may be a a popular pen. This may be split into three episodes, (laughs) to be honest. Well, and if it is, you can listen to all three. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening, watching. It's, it's going to be on YouTube. It's going to be on all the platforms you can listen to. And That's I hope right. you didn't listen to it while you were at church. Because, girl. And it may not be the best conversation to bring up at the dinner table. But yeah, don't. I love a good conversation. If you're in, if you're at Catholic school, challenge bring, your belief. Yeah, bring it up. Bring it up. That's what they're per- supposed to do. Teacher. Exactly. I, looking back, I wish we talked about Judas. I wish we did too. Like it would make sense. And you know, I think people are afraid to talk about betrayal because people don't want to be betrayed. I don't think anybody wants to be betrayed, but mm-hmm. it's an important thing because it happens. You are betrayed yes. sometimes. It happens to me several times. Mm-hmm. So if you are able to discuss it, talk about it, see how religious relate back to that Christian belief, then why not? Kudos to her for pushing the envelope and starting that conversation. And that's why we stand. Exactly. We stand. Let's stand for her. <laughs> oh, oh, we're gonna give it absolutely. <laughs> no, all the way though. Yeah. So, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Pen Pop. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Happy holidays. Stay safe. Oh my God. Talking about talking about Jesus. Look at me wearing a little Jesus. Oh, I should have wore a rosary. Anyways, Pen Pop <laughs> is produced and edited by Ari Dominguez and Dante Dinamenico. Hosted by Ari Dominguez and Dante Dinamenico. Graphics created by. <laughs> Ari and Dante. Theme music created by Ari. Thank you to the listeners who support us. If you'd like to show your support or learn more information, visit the show notes in your podcast app. Copyright disclaimer under section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976. Allowance is made for fair use of for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair <laughs> use. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Fair use is a use permitted by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing.